From the WIA News Hub in Hobart and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. WIA News for week commencing April 25th, 2010. And this Anzac Day WIA broadcast comes from the sunny Hobart studios of the Radio and Electronics Association of Southern Tasmania. And we have a whole bunch of club people involved. This is VK7 Mike Juliet. I'm Steve, VK7OO. This is Paul, VK7PAH. This is Warren, VK7FWET. This is Ken, VK7DY. And this is Graham, VK7ZGK. This is Patrick, VK2FPJB. This is Scott, VK7FRRT. I'm Peter Lee on behalf of Reist. And Justin, VK7 Tango Whiskey. And this is all up and coming for this edition of the news from the Wireless Institute of Australia for week commencing April 25, 2010. ABC ARS supports International Marconi Day. The amateur radio section of the Austrian Broadcasting Corporation and the Documentary Archives Radio Communication and QSL Collection will operate OE10M during this weekend, 23rd to 25th of April. OE10M is an official International Marconi Day station and contacts made on Saturday, 24th April are valid for the IMD award. QSL via the OE Bureau or direct to OE1WHC. Cards without NSAE and new IRC or one US dollar to cover postage will be processed via the Bureau. AMCW ANZAC. ANZAC Day sees many stations working AM and CW in remembrance of our military hams who have gone before us. And good news is you can work CW through amateur radio satellite HO68. The linear transponder used for CW working has a bandwidth of 50 kHz which allows about 10 to 15 simultaneous contacts to take place and can sound like the 20 metre band. Due to Doppler shift, the CW beacon can appear to be up to plus or minus 9 kHz for its nominal frequency of 435.790 MHz and you will need to tune your receiver to follow it through the pass. The beacon has been received on simple antennas such as a quarter-wave ground plane, but for best results try a small Yagi with about eight elements. All details on past times, frequencies, etc. are to be found in the WIA text editions, best read at wia.org.au. This AMCW idea, attributed to VK4MIK, Mike, has really caught the imagination of not only VK hams, but one station will operate from Turkey, overlooking Anzac Cove. Let's listen to what else is in store. Today on Anzac Day 2010, a group of amateurs in North Queensland, led by Mike, VK4MIK, are encouraging all amateurs who can do so to operate on AM and CW modes during the afternoon and evening of Anzac Day as a mark of remembrance to the servicemen and women who served our countries during time of conflict. AM and CW were modes used by radio operators and signalers during World War II and in Korea, Malaysian and in early Vietnam. So, by using these modes, it shows we radio amateurs are remembering them in our own special manner. Hopefully, our New Zealand cousins will join us in the activity as the Anzac spirit is an integral part of both our countries. Ex-Navy ships Wyala in Wyala 
Castle Main in Melbourne and Diamantina in Brisbane, plus the Ward Birds in Mareeba, will be activating their World War II radio equipment, plus other museums looking at linking in with the amateur radio clubs and groups. The North Queensland Net on Anzac Day will be on 7.093 MHz at 0600 hours UTC using AM, and the Townsville North Queensland Net will also be on AM on 3605.4 kilohertz at 0930 hours UTC. Other radio clubs and groups in southern Queensland are also planning to run their nets on AM, plus getting on air to make contact during the afternoon on AM and CW. Listen for the Turkish amateurs who will be operating from the 22nd to the 25th of April overlooking Anzac Cove. This activity is purely social and not a contest. This is Ewan VK4ERM for Mike Banjo-Patterson, VK4MIK. Hi, this is uh, Dick Smith here, VK2DIK, and you're listening to the VK1 WIA National Broadcast. WIA Centenary, VK100 WIA Online Logbook. The online logbook may be used either as a real-time logger with contacts entered into the web form as they are made, or it may be completed after the event, allowing the club to choose to record contacts on paper logs. Paper logs can be keyed in at any time, including at any time after the club's three-day operational window. Contacts in the logbook are listed chronologically, irrespective of when the contact has been entered into the online logbook. Each club has registered for use of the WIA VK100 WIA call sign based on UTC time. The logging is also based on UTC time zones and includes a UTC time clock for the reference purposes. The online logging page will not allow any club to log a contact for a time and a date that is outside the allocated three-day window, again UTC time. A set of simple instructions on how to use the logging page and the logging page URL will be sent to the contact nominated in the online registration form two weeks before the club's use of the call sign. All clubs will need to recall the password they nominated when completing their registration for the VK100WIA call sign. Lost or forgotten passwords can be reset, allowing the club to choose a new password. The clubs rostered to use the special call sign VK100WIA in June have received a comprehensive package of materials to help them to promote amateur radio, their club and the WIA centenary. The material is ideal for any club that wants to promote the event or activity and gain positive media publicity for amateur radio. While clubs on the VK100WIA roster will automatically receive this material eight weeks prior to their three-day rostered slot, any other WIA-affiliated club may request a copy from the WIA National Office. In a covering letter, the WIA President Michael Owen, VK3KI, explains that the resources being provided include media liaison advice, a template media release, background sheets and guides. Clubs using this package will easily be able to create a media kit to send to their local news media. Oh, and the WIA members and clubs may include the WIA Centenary logo on their QSL cards and websites. Digital files of the logo, both colour and black and white versions, plus their guidelines and requirements are available in the WIA Centenary section on the WIA website. Hey, g'day, Jan Peter, VK1NPW, President of the Canberra Regional Amateur Radio Club. 
I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, all of you amateurs from around Australia attending the uh, WIA 100-year presentation here in Canberra. Yeah, bring your winter woolies because it's bound to be cold. Uh, come and enjoy our fair city and hope to speak to you in person on one of our repeaters locally. Cheers. This is VK1 NPW. Hi, I'm Alan, VK1 Whiskey X-Ray. Do the local broadcasts and I'll be assisting with the live broadcast from Canberra and other activities including amateur radio displays during the WIA 100th anniversary. We look forward to seeing you here. WIA Club Grant Scheme. Friday 30th of July is the closing date for applications for the WIA Club Grant Scheme for 2010. Full details of the 2010 rules for the scheme can be obtained from the WIA website, together with a template setting out the suggested application headings for an executive summary, identifying how the club seeks to meet the objectives of the scheme and guidance regarding supporting documentation. The object of the scheme is to promote and advance amateur radio, the WIA and its affiliated clubs by supporting useful and or innovative projects undertaken or to be undertaken by affiliated clubs. President Michael Owen, VK3KI, said that the committee would recommend to the board the projects that should be supported and the amount to be allocated to each supported project. I urge affiliated clubs to participate in this opportunity, Michael said. However, it is most important that clubs read the rules very carefully. Hams Across Australia, VK3, 10th of July 2010, for two days, is the GIPSTEC 2010 Technical Conference. GIPSTEC has a well-recognised reputation as the premier technical conference in VK with its focus primarily on techniques applicable in the VHF, UHF and microwave bands, especially for weak signal contacts. In addition to the conference, a partners tour will be conducted together with an informal social gathering for a dinner on Friday and a conference dinner on Saturday. Further details can be found at the Eastern Zone Amateur Radio Club website. As with all clubs, just visit wia.org.au and click on the club link. Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you are tuned to the WIA National News Service. In northwestern Tasmania, it can be heard on VK7RMD, the Mount Duncan Repeater, on 146625 at 9am Sundays and 9pm Tuesdays. I'm Winston, VK7EM. VK7, Radio and Electronics Association of Southern Tasmania. May presentation. VK0IR, Heard Island Expedition presentation. Our May presentation will be a professional video presentation created by James Brooks, 9V1YC, of the 1997D expedition to Heard Island. The presentation will be projected onto the big screen along with Stolby Digital Sound. This presentation has many references and some great archival film of the original Anari expeditions to Heard Island in the 1940s and 50s. The presentation also covers the Heard the presentation also covers the history of Heard Island and some great film of the wildlife found called Outpost at the Edge. It covers the start from the Reunion Islands 
the transporting, setup of the operating tents, the operating, and then the teardown. With over 80,000 contacts logged in the three weeks, it is a great presentation about a famous de-expedition. It is professionally filmed and edited by 9V1YC and is 50 minutes long. Education, youth and advancement of amateur radio. Ham radio growing in the age of Twitter. Last week, National News brought you a story on how the US National Public Radio published a report that amateur radio in the United States was growing in the age of Twitter. Here it raises the question if the same trend is true in Australia. Is our amateur population growing in numbers or declining? Former WIA Director Robert Broomhead, VK3DN, says that 12 months ago the ACMA database reported 15,515 current issued call signs. Today, April 2010, there are 15,675 current issued call signs a very encouraging increase of 160 in the last 12 months. In Australia, the turnaround from decline to growth was first noticed after the introduction of the Foundation Licence in 2005, a trend that has been consistent year on year since. Across the Tasman, the National Society of New Zealand, NZART, may poll its branches to find out if they want an entry-level amateur radio licence. The voting does not give council a mandate re-entry-level licence. If passed, it merely instructs council to seek a mandate. By polling all branches at the NZART AGM and counting how many votes they record which way, the matter of an entry-level licence should be settled. International news with thanks to RSGB, Southgate AR Club, the ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART and the worldwide sources of the WIA. Icelandic volcano disrupts IARU meeting. The volcanic eruption in Iceland has disrupted an international amateur radio union, Region 1 Executive Committee meeting. The IARU Region 1 website reports that participants of the yearly IARU Region 1 Executive Committee uh, meeting struggled to reach Sofia from various parts of the world due to the Iceland Iyafjallajökull volcanic ashes. From flight cancellations to airport closures and, and participants stranded in airports, only a few people made it to Sofia. The rest are either stranded at the transit airport or on their way back home by any possible means of transportation. First solar-only powered D-Star system on the air. What's believed to be the world's first and only D-Star solar-powered repeater has come on the air from Belgium. According to the Royal Union of Belgian Radio Amateurs, the ON0CPS system was recently put into operation by ON4BK and is designed to operate entirely on solar energy. The new D-Star repeater operates with an input channel of 431.9625 MHz with its output on 439.5625 MHz. According to the Society, during the day there is usually enough sunlight to keep the machine in operation while simultaneously charging its two 120-amp-hour batteries which power it at night. So far, the repeater has been running over a month on this solar power alone, with no failures or complaints. RAC files for 60-metre Canadian allocation. Radio Amateurs of Canada has filed a request with Telecommunications Regulator Industry Canada for some 60-metre spot frequency assessments. The formal request was sent to the Director, Spectrum and Radio Policy, for consideration in authorising for the Canadian Amateur Service the same 5 MHz frequency they are now authorised in the United States. In addition, two spot frequencies are also requested for exclusive Canadian amateur use. 
The groundwork for this was established at previous meetings of the Canadian Amateur Radio Advisory Board. Radio Amateurs of Canada anticipates this request will go through a lengthy due process of analysis and review. At Industry Canada, before being published as a Canada Gazette noticed for public comment. If all goes well, Canadian hams could see an authorisation of this spectrum within a year. Weird and wonderful. Top 10 worst passwords. Source PCWorld.com via NZART. Number 1. 123456. Number 2. 12345. Number 3. 12345689. Number 4. Password. Number 5. I love you. Number 6. Princess. Number 7. Rock you. Number 8. 1234567. Number 9. 1234567. And number 10. ABC123. Special events and on air contest column. Dateline 2010, April 30th to May 6th, Westlake's CQ Repeater Contest. May 8th, WIA VK Trans-Tasman 80-metre phone. May 15-16, NZART Sanks to Shield. June 12, WIA VK Trans-Tasman 160-metre phone. June 12-13, WIA Workdoor VK Shires. June 19-20, WIA Winter VHF UHF Field Day. Special event stations, repeater beacon, DX and net advice. Taiwan 100th anniversary special call sign used in pirate operation. It is spreading in the world of amateur radio that a special events station with the new style call sign 3T07W, 3H100TW, 3T100TW has been registered for the 100th anniversary of the ROC Taiwan. Although this call sign is within Taiwan's call sign structure, the National Communications Commission, NCC, of Taiwan has never issued this call sign to any operator and as such the station should be considered a pirate station. Hearts trial operation of 70 MHz beacon. This is in from the IARU Regional 3 Beacon Project Coordinator Peter Norden, ZL2SJ. Hearts 70 MHz Beacon, temporary amateur radio station licence was received from the Radio Authority OFTA. The call sign VR2FOUR, a trial period of up to six months duration. Frequency is 71.575. The grid locator is OL72AL. It's in its running 3 watts into an omnidirectional vertical. Across Australia, from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In VK7, it can be heard on the VK7 repeater networks across Tasmania on MF and HF frequencies from 9am each Sunday, followed by the VK7 regional news broadcast from 9.30am. On behalf of VK7 OTC, I'm Peter Lee. Sri Lanka 47SB calling. Request for beacon reports. A quick reminder that Shante, who is 4 sugar, 7 whiskey papa, is trying to enlist VK amateurs to listen for the 4 sugar, 7 bravo repeater near Colombo in Sri Lanka. The beacon call sign is 4S7B and is located about 110 kilometres south of Colombo, Sri Lanka, 
and has operating frequencies on 14.100 MHz, 18.110 MHz, 21.150 MHz, 24.93 MHz and 28.200 MHz. Of particular interest is reception reports from the 21.150 MHz beacon. Reports should be emailed to ohms73 at hotmail.com. That's ohms73 at hotmail.com. The second African WSPR beacon takes to the air. The second beacon using the new whisper mode has gone on the air in Africa. Using the call sign 5X7JD, the system is located in Masaka, Uganda, and outputs 1 watt while cycling through 80, 40, 30, 20, 17, 15, 12 and 10 metres. This gives an overall cycle between whisper transmissions returning every 16 minutes to a given band. The beacon is composed of an embedded system based on a PIC microprocessor, a direct digital synthesis chip and a MOSFET power amplifier with selectable feed filters all feeding a high-gain AV18VS multiband vertical antenna. Time and location information are derived from an attached GPS receiver. Media Watch from the 2nd of May. Phil VK6GX of VK6 160 metre fame will shift this WIA broadcast from 0700 to 0800 for the winter period as local sunrise is rapidly approaching 0700 and will be 0715 around the winter solstice. New DX book available by W9KNI. A Year of DX is a new book by noted author Bob Locker, W9KNI, that follows him as he makes an all-out effort to win the 2008 running of CQ Magazine's DX Marathon. The marathon is a year-long operating event during which a contestant works as many countries and CQ zones as possible, any band or any mode. While the book chronicles Bob's efforts in the pile-ups and through the lonely watches of the night, it also contains other discussions of what DXing is all about. These include the possibilities of DXing in low sunspot periods, contributed by Jim Henderson, K7FE, the chapter on optimising your SSB transmit audio by Hall of Famer Chip Margelli, K7JA, a discussion of what is the ideal linear amplifier, and much more. Anyone who read and enjoyed Bob's Complete DXer is sure to find this book equally worthwhile. Its publication date is scheduled for May the 1st. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, ATV. The Brisbane Digital ATV Club, South East Queensland ATV Club and Queensland Digital Group are working together to improve amateur television reception in the Greater Brisbane area. ATV repeater VK4RKC at Ocean View is now transmitting digital ATV on 428.5 MHz. The repeater is receiving on 1250 FM and DATV satellite standard. No DTM FM tones are required. If you are in the area, please call up on 145.2 MHz FM Simplex or for more information, visit the ATV pages at www.qdg.org.au. The Secret War, Battle of the Beams. 
The Alexander Palace Television Society is made available on YouTube, the TV programme The Secret War, Battle of Beams, originally transmitted by BBC TV on January 5th, 1977. This tells the story of how the UK jammed the high-frequency radio beams used to direct German bombers to their targets during the night raids in World War II. The Alexander Palace transmitter was used to jam the Y-Goat system, which operated in the 40 to 50 megahertz range. The earlier Nikobine system operated in the 30 to 31 range. WW Special Interest Groups, Final Frontier. WIA Centenary ARISS contact. Students from the Trinity Christian School in Canberra are to talk to the astronauts on the International Space Station during a planned ISS contact to take place during the WIA Centenary Dinner in Canberra next month. School Principal Carl Palmer, VK1TP slash VK2TP, is very pleased that 10 students will be given such an honour to attend the WIA Centenary Dinner and talk with astronauts on the International Space Station. Australian ARIS coordinator Tony Hutchinson, VK5ZAI, is finalising arrangements for the contacts between NA1SS and the WIA special call sign VK100WIA on the evening, Australian time of Saturday the 29th of May during the WIA centenary dinner. Estonia to launch ham radio cube set. The University of Tartu in Estonia has submitted a frequency coordination application to the IARU for an amateur radio cube set called EST Cube 1. The tiny bird would be a low Earth orbit satellite with UHF downlinks and a VHF telecommand uplink. It would also carry a camera to acquire images of Estonia and will deploy a 10 metre conductive tether as part of the development work of an electric solar wind sail. The projected launch for EST Cube 1 would be in 2012, although no launch opportunity has yet been confirmed. WW Special Interest Groups Rescue Radio Global Simulated Emergency Tests 2010 The International Amateur Radio Union Region 1 Emergency Communications Group has announced that the two global simulated emergency tests this year will be on the 15th of May and the 13th of November. Global SET is an opportunity to demonstrate how communications can occur across national borders. Tests use the emergency centre of activity frequencies on the 80, 40, 20, 17 and 15 metre bands and create practices for international emergency communications. Registrations are now being taken for IARU member societies and emergency communications groups to participate in next month's global set. Rewind, a look back at our history through the serialised written history by WIA Centenary Committee member Peter Wolford and VK3RV, with the assistance of others, that is being published in the WIA journal Amateur Radio Magazine. Women in Wireless. The resumption of wireless experimentation post-World War I included the emergence of lady operators who did not immediately gain equality. A Miss Rogers inquired about joining the WIA South Australian Division, which responded that this institute at present is unable to admit lady members. Florence Wallace, later Mackenzie, is the first known radio amateur in Australia. Qualified in electrical work, she operated a wireless electrical shop in the heart of Sydney from 1921. 
a very active operator who was involved with establishing Wireless Weekly magazine in August 1922. Florence, or Mrs Mack, established the Women's Emergency Signal Corps, which provided a Morse code training facility. From this grew the Women's Royal Australian Navy Service. Mrs Mack trained many. From this time on, the number of lady operators grew, but their gender was not evident on air, wireless telegraphy being the only mode available. Today, Australia has many female radio amateurs. They are supported by their organisation, ALARA, Australian Ladies Amateur Radio Association, formed in 1975. Social Scene 2010, May 8, VK3, 10am, Moorabbinon District, Amateur Radio Club Hamfest at Brentwood Secondary College. May 8, VK4, Brisbane Amateur Radio Club's Barkfest, Mount Gravatt Showgrounds, 9.30am. June 12, VK2, the Oxley Region Amateur Radio Club's 35th Annual Field Day. July 17th, VK3, the GGREC Hamfest, start time 10am. August the 1st, VK6, the Northern Corridor Group, Hamfest, Cyril Jackson Sports Centre, Ashfield. And that was the Anzac Day edition of the WIA National News from the Reist Club down in southern VK7. Thanks to... This is VK7, Mike Juliet. I'm Steve, VK7 OO. This is Paul, VK7 PAH. This is Warren, VK7 FWT. This is Ken, VK7DY. And this is Graham, VK7ZGK. This is Patrick, VK2FPJB. This is Scott, VK7FRRT. I'm Peter Lee on behalf of Reist. And from Anchor, Justin, VK7 Tango Whiskey 73. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.